Or a film. That's goddamn right. I'm Nate. And the Dark Lord. What was it like to stand in his presence? And I'm Terrell. And if I'd known this was a clan meeting, I'd have taken off this motherfucking gig. Uh, Black Klansman. Yes. I'm yes, getting very yes, good at yes, this. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if anyone's keeping score, but <laughs> I feel like my, my first few episodes, I was really terrible. But yeah. I've been pretty good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm still terrible. Just tell me. I don't actually know what movie mine is from either. It's one of the <laughs> Harry Potters. I can't identify. I googled Mad Eye Moody quotes. Oh, okay. I thought you like put in like medieval movie quotes or I'm something. I'm gonna say it's Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Okay. Yeah. It it should tell you like what Harry Potter movie that's from. I may have quoted a book. Okay. It's possible. Oh my goodness. But you know, uh, we're talking about In Bruges today. It stars both Mad Eye Moody and. The Dark Lord, you shall not be named. Yeah, Mr. I want to say his name right. Ray Fiennes? Yeah. Yes. I thought you were going to say Voldemort, and I was like, no. No, no, no. I just said, don't say don't it. Don't say his name. <laughs> and then you say it. Shh. Shh. I take it back. It didn't happen. Before we talk about In Bruges, some movie, movie, news, news. Yeah. Let's talk about these trailers. Yes. Uh, Marvel finally uh, making a Black Widow movie. You know, they only waited until the character yeah. died. Better late than <laughs> than late. They were so insistent on not making this movie. For and then they killed reason. her off. And now they're like, you know what? Let's do one more with Scarlet. Yeah, it's kind of, um, I don't know, frustrating. Uh, only because, um, I'll say this. The movie trailer looks good. It looks very action-packed. And it looks like. They got good fight choreography happening and, you know, technology is great. You know what I mean? What a great time to make an action movie where you could do unbelievable stunts, right? But also, I mean, from an aspect of, like, timeline and interest in a character, I feel like they kind of missed that window. Disney can do anything they want. They can they can push it out. It's going to make money. It's, it's going to make money, but still, like... Why wait until she's killed off to make us care about a story that honestly doesn't matter? Because there's going to be some random plot points in there that advance the another the movie? overall arc of the Marvel. It's going to lead to narrative. another movie. Yeah, as I, I suppose They're, they just killed her off as a plot point. And now they're just going to use her movie as a plot point <laughs> to just give some information out and probably introducing Florence Pugh as the next Black Widow, which I am mad. That's is that what's gonna happen? That's the rumor because the character she's playing, Natasha Romanoff's sister, mm. in the comics becomes Black Widow. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, okay. So it's a device. To I will say, bring I, I really, sister. I really like the cast of this one. I do. Uh, what's what's David your... Harbor as Red Skull and like Big Red Skull? I oh like yeah, it. as like in the costume and everything. Yeah, and uh, you know, Florence Pugh one. Won me over in Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know she's been in some other stuff, but 
Midsommar was where I was like, oh man, here's a talent. Though, it kind of sucks that she's might just have a future only doing Marvel movies now. <laughs> it's, it's not such a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's such a... she could be making more Midsommars. She could be. Uh, Rachel Weisz also. Lovely. Lovely. Love her. Yeah. Like her a lot. Um, so I like the cast. And I she's, hope they're she's, not wasted. She's not the bad guy. Bad guy's Taskmaster. I don't know who's playing Taskmaster. It's like a pretty... O.T. Uh, Fagbly. Fagbenly. Okay. Fagbenly. So okay. someone, an unknown, a relative unknown is playing mm-hmm. Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of disagree with you about the looking action-packed and that being good. I kind of... What I would want from a Black Widow movie is something smaller stealthier here's the thing i'm not trying to be an asshole but she's not a superhero she doesn't have powers she's a ballerina (laughs) that's trained to be an assassin assassin it's a it's a difference but now she's jumping out of planes and why does her story have to be this giant scale it's 2020 and it should be more hand-to-hand combat though they have to push the envelope i wish it were more like winter soldier uh black widow i liked her in that movie Mm mm-hmm but now she's just a superhero. Yeah, they have to go for the for the big shots. They have to. It's like after Endgame, like Marvel's just gonna go big. On yeah, everything. I think that I might think be their undoing. Scale back on I think anything. that might be their undoing, especially because Joker showed how people yeah. can really get behind a much smaller uh, character driven. But nobody wants movie. to see a character driven Black Widow movie. Yeah, you're right. Because no one saw that Jennifer Lawrence movie, Red Sparrow. And it, yeah. <laughs> it was like a ripoff. <laughs> it would be the same thing, but with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Who is <laughs> funny because before this trailer drop, dropped, an article dropped of her like giving, like publishing out another apology. And I was just like, why is she bringing this up again? And then this trailer dropped, and I was like, aha. Yeah, and she's yeah. trying to get an Oscar yeah. or two. Mm-hmm. So she's on the trail. She's on that. I'm sorry for <laughs> being insensitive, um, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Give me my gold. Give me my gold. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I'm totally with you on this being a weird time for them to do it. It's a weird time. She dated the Hulk. Like, why? That would be a cool movie. What's it like to try to date the Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> and that could be like a funny... <laughs> but no, it's just this... Uh, it's just... Going back to Russia yeah. with the old Russian fam. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I like Bond. it and I don't like it. Oh. But go ahead. Go ahead. You like it and you don't like it. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. No Time to Die is the title of the <laughs> 25th James Bond. 25th. And the third James Bond movie that Daniel Craig says will be his last James Bond movie. <laughs> what is this, like his fourth, though? Yeah. Okay. I think he said... No, this is his fifth. Casino Royale, Quantum Masawa's Skyfall, Spectre, Ooh. No Time to Die. Okay. Which, if you're counting, if you're keeping track, that's a... Every other one is good. <laughs> but that means this one might be good. Seems like they're bringing back all the actors from... The Bond. Uh, yeah, it's a family reunion. Daniel Craig Bond movies. And throwing in Rami Malek and a new double O. Yeah. And Anna de Armas, who was just with Daniel Craig and Knives Out. 
which by the way, y'all should go see in theaters because I want them to make more of those movies because that would make me very happy. Oh, she is Anna Anna Diamas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ray Fine also he's M now. We'll be talking about him some more on this podcast. So Judy Judy she retired, right? Yeah. Okay, I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I remember that. I don't think I saw the last one. So I didn't either. Honestly, if I'm going to watch this Bond movie, I feel like I need to watch them all over again and just get interested again. But also, it's the kind of thing where you'll watch it and they'll download you on what's going on. Like, I don't know who Christoph Waltz is, but he's in a cage, so I'm interested. I wonder if he was in any of the previous ones. He was Inspector. He was Inspector. He was the big bad. Okay. And now he's... Tiny bad. I don't know. No, it's was Spectre the last one? Yeah. Okay, that's the one I didn't see, so that's why I didn't... I heard bad things about it. Okay. <laughs> um, now we got different director. We can carry Fukunaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I liked the action in this one more than the action in the Black Widow trailer. This is his weird. first action movie. Who? Uh, Carrie. Oh. Um. Yeah. Yeah, in a series for Netflix, uh, forgetting Maniac with Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, there was mm-hmm. like some action episodes. Okay, uh, I don't doubt his ability to direct that. I okay. also didn't see True Detective season one, but I assume there were like shootouts and stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's riding a motorcycle up like uh, cobblestone stairs, which doesn't seem possible. Right, and but it's doing fun. a big jump. It's fun to see. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And he's in the snow at one point, and he's mm-hmm. in the water at one point. What a great time to make a Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm going to see it. Maybe. Maybe. I, I have to watch. I'm going to watch Spectre. Okay. Maybe. I'm, I'm not, but I'm going to go see Maybe. No Time to Die in theaters, most so, likely. I want to see Rami Malek be... A bad guy. What's with Bond villains and like facial deformities? Yeah, yeah, it's like an eye patch or a it's like you gotta burns be, or a, you gotta be or diamond encrusted face. Yeah, whatever uh, Javier Bardem had. Yeah, it's uh, you gotta look bad. You gotta look ugly so that you know that this is uh, the bad guy. Yeah, so you know this is bad guy. Yeah. I feel like it's a like classic Bond villain thing. Yeah, have a mask on or. Something wrong with your face, or you know, yeah. a, a we, burned we, hand. We should a, stop that. A claw hand, or something. Or you make the villain <laughs> like you code him gay, and that's how you know it's a bad guy. So, like big straight James Bond beats up the gay guy, and beats then up the flamboyant. So character. then we we know, oh, he's yeah. the he's the hero. He's the hero. He's he's the kind of man we should all be. All right. It's like that. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Let's let the heroes have some. Well, flamboyancy yeah yeah not all heroes need to be this uh, macho macho straight white uh great looking you know yeah uh but i like daniel craig me too and his car is bulletproof still which the bad guys should kind of know by now that james bond drives a bulletproof car but they right. don't they're still shooting at it yeah they don't know he's bond james bond <laughs> they don't know it They'll find out, and we all will too. What is it? Something twenty twenty. All these trailers twenty. They should have released this movie in like this year and just closed out 
the decade with it instead of starting i don't know i just it's just the way i'm thinking about it like like close out the decade with it and then have a new bond for the new decade just set it up like it doesn't matter but i mean it doesn't matter but that's just 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 the way i like think about like endings and beginnings maybe i don't know what the original plan was but i know danny boyle was originally attached to direct so maybe maybe it got maybe the production wasn't out yeah okay Possibly. Well, those are that, that's our movie movie news news. Yeah. Check back for more, uh, more trailers. I guess it's gonna be mostly like bad movie trailers coming out from now on, right? Um. Maybe. I don't. Like, what I, are the trailers we're looking we, forward to still? Yo, wait. Okay, so I saw this movie trailer. I forget what it's called, but it has Blake Lively in it. Did okay. you Did you see it? It's like this action movie actually looks pretty badass. Okay. I I wish I knew the name of it. Yeah, or you could have brought it up when we were arranging what trailers right. to talk about. <laughs> it's too late now. I I like I I went when I went to go see uh Queen and Slim, mm-hmm. they played it and mm. I was just like, "Oh my goodness, what is this?" but I can't remember it. So, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's not online yet. Maybe. Like ten, I don't think the Tenet trailer is even Tenet's online still yet. Not un- that's yeah. a that was a good little sneak. Yeah, it was a good little sneak. It was. Yeah. What was that before Joker? Yeah, it was before Joker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all our news. News. Let's <laughs> let us talk about in Bruges. What is it you've done, Raymond? Murder, father. Why did you murder someone, Raymond? For money. Who did you murder for money, Raymond? You, father. After I killed them, I walked home to await instructions. Get to Bruges. 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 Where's that? It's in Belgium. For two weeks, in fucking Bruges. In a room like this? With you? No way. Mr. Blakely? Yes. You have a message? Number one, why aren't you in when I fucking told you to be in? You better fucking be in when I fucking call again, or there'll be fucking hell to pay, I'm fucking telling you. He swears a lot, doesn't he? Let's go out. Go out where? The pub. Fish. And Uzi, I'm not from South Central Los fucking Angeles. I want a normal gun for a normal person. Harry? I've got an idea. I'm going to go back to my room, jump into the canal, see if I can escape. If you go outside and round the corner, you can shoot at me from there and try and get me. I'll go outside, then which way? Right or left? You go right, don't you? You can see it from the doorway. It's a big fucking canal. Okay, on account of one, two, three, go. Who says it? Oh, you say it. You guys are crazy. One, two, three, go! In Bruges is a 2008 black comedy crime picture written and directed by Martin McDonough in his debut feature-length movie. Damn it. I was trying not to say movie or film in that sentence. Oh. <laughs> it says it's a 2008 black comedy crime film debut feature-length movie. So yeah, uh, it stars Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleeson as two Irish hitmen in hiding with Ralph Fiennes as their enraged boss. The film... Ugh. The picture is set <laughs> and and Can't was shot it. in Bruges, Belgium. Hence, in Bruges. In Bruges. Yep. When in Bruges. 
<laughs> you do what the Belgians do? What do they do? I don't know. This movie, whatever they do, it's not in this movie. It's not in this movie, yeah. Yeah. One Belgian, or two Belgian characters, I guess. The innkeeper and the, and Chloe. Yeah. Are two very different people. Yeah. So. And if there's anything to learn, maybe not to learn from this movie, but a takeaway, you know, don't (laughs) judge groups of people based on one person. Yeah. Yeah. Where they come from. Uh, in Bruges opens with close-ups of various pieces of architecture throughout the city. Really interesting place to shoot and set uh, this one. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like the one of the best-preserved medieval uh, cities yeah. in Europe. There's like nothing new there. Like a fairy tale. Like a fucking fairy tale. All the Harry road says. is still cobblestone and they get around on boat. They do those like boat yeah, the canals, the canals and stuff. Yeah, I'd like to go somewhere with canals and yeah. do that. It, yeah. it, like Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not but, Bruges, but Italy. It's, it's, <laughs> Something it, like Italy. It's funny too because like so in the beginning of the movie, they're uh, they're doing the canal. They're right. in the boat and they're like doing sightseeing. That's what um, that's what Ken says. Mm-hmm. He was like. Because they're being tourists. But, like, you look around and there's nothing to look at. There's nothing well, to look all, at. No, it's all the buildings. and. The... But, like, there's nothing truly interesting that would be like, oh, ah, this, ooh, this thing. It's just, like... All the architecture. And, like, historical things that you would have to know. I guess, and in I that guess sense, I'd be more of a Ken and you'd be more of a Ray. I would be more of a Ray. So, yeah, we've I got suppose. two characters here. Brendan Gleeson's Ken is uh, into the sightseeing. Yeah. And when we find Ray, he is not at all. We later learn that there's explanations for the mood that he's in. But mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning, he's just not into the fact that they're in Bruges. Yeah, he was like, it's a shithole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much he just calls it shit. They're on the canal and Ken's looking all around and Ray is just has his head down. Shoulders up, not yeah, even head looking down. around at all. Yeah, he looks miserable and cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh the way the movie, like, at first takes us through Bruges is, like, a handheld camera, like, following uh, Ken and Ray, and then also cuts. It's not just the tracking shot. It cuts to their faces. Mm-hmm. But I like that it's um, the handheld camera makes us feel like we're walking through mm-hmm. the city. Yeah. We're with them looking at it. And they get to their hotel, but there's only one room left because... It's Christmas. It's Christmas. This is such a, a trope. Like, oh, it's Christmas. Crime, we only have crime one. movie set on Christmas. Yeah, we only have one room, it, and it's two of you, and it's two guys. So mm. I feel like that's it. Because well, we just yeah, talked we about ju- yeah, that we just with did it. Trains. Yeah, yeah, it just happened in the last movie. So I'm just like, oh, this is a good like a they got holiday separate trope. Beds in this one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we. Uh, in Bruges, not really a Christmas movie set in Christmas. Uh, I know we did like four horror movies for Halloween. Mm-hmm. They're for uh, October. Yeah. And you wanted to do Christmas movies all December. I was hesitant to the idea, but I warmed up to it and decided we can ease into it a little bit right. with something like In Bruges, <laughs> which is set in Christmas time. Right. And there's like two references to Christmas, maybe. Three. There's a Christmas tree in here somewhere. Yeah. 
and it's certainly a lot of religious stuff uh, discussed and uh, both in the background and the foreground. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not not about Christmas at all. No, just kind of the setting. So yeah, they're there. It's it's a small room, and Ray's not into it. And especially when Ken suggests they might have to wait there for two weeks. Yeah, as long as it takes for uh, their boss Harry to call, give him a call, yeah. and tell him what's next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do more touristy stuff. Um. Yeah, I like when they're in the hotel after like they're arguing, and Ray's mad. He's gonna have to stay there. He like slams the bathroom door, and he gets. Like, it's our first private moment with Ray. Mm-hmm. And he is look, just staring in the mirror, crying, just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Harry, he, he was just whiny and uh, shouting and cursing. But now, yeah. alone. He's uh, it's but, definitely something going on there. Yeah. And it's more than just the fact that he's in Bruges. Yeah. He's a big, whiny baby. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Colin Farrell... I, Mm, I love his eyebrows so much. <laughs> They're definitely his greatest tool as an actor. He's an eyebrow actor. He's, I mean, with those eyebrows, you better be. <laughs> and so when he pouts, mm-hmm. his eyebrows, they curl. <laughs> they curl upward. Yeah. It's, it's so good. <laughs> He's very expressive. Uh, he wields those those brows well. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, more sights. Uh, we see the clock tower. Mm-hmm. The scene with the clock tower starts with the cameras just on the clock in the sky, and then it pans down to the ground level where Harry and Ken are looking looking up. Mm-hmm. Well, not Harry and Ken. Ken and Ray mm-hmm. are looking up. Uh, but Ray doesn't want to climb the stairs and go to see the top. Yeah, he says, "I see it from down here." Yeah, Ken is is really into it. Really mm-hmm. into seeing all the old medieval buildings and what all up, the history. Else to do, yeah, so. he's like, he's like, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So he does it by himself. Um, and he, when he goes to the to the guy, mm-hmm. the um, the guy that's working the tower. Yeah, and he tries to get in with like, he's it's 10 like ten euros shy or like ten whatever the cent version of a euro. Yeah, and the guy won't let him go. Five euros. He had four ninety. Yeah. And he's like, no. Yeah. So you pretty much have to break a 50 mm-hmm. in euros to get in. Yeah. Just like, he's like, do you enjoy your job? And God's like, yeah. <laughs> he wields his power. Yeah. Yeah. He has power. So. so Ken, as Ken is ascending the long and winding stairs, uh, Ray's just waiting on a bench where he's disturbed by uh, three American tourists, mm-hmm. three very large American tourists. Yes. Uh, asking Ray, like, do you go up? Can we go up there? And he said, yeah, people can go up there, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, he was like, what What are you trying to say? He's like, well, there's a, it's very narrow. There's a lot of winding stairs. I don't think it's a good idea for you to try to. <laughs> the guy's offended. And then I yeah. just love the physical comedy bit where yeah. he's like, the American guy's like taking swings at Ray, but Ray's just like very easily dodging his yeah. punches and just yeah. running circles around him. Yeah, he can't. Um, he can't catch him because he's, he's too big of a guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there is that comedy element element there. And, as and you're the, laughing at a fat guy. Yeah, we see. Well, 
the the joke isn't that he's fat necessarily i think it's more his he's not understanding the i mean ray's very rude but he he has a point well, because as we learn later an american had a heart attack on the on yeah. this tower yesterday which you know we we know who that is yeah but okay so yeah ray if the guy listened to if the guy listened to ray he would have lived and he's partly correct but also i mean the humor is uh at face value is this fat american guy but it's yeah is is trying to chase down this guy that he can't catch and so the the humor is just him just being like huh, huh, like out of breath going after this guy yeah i yeah. i mean that's I, I, that's I, the humor I, I of like this the, movie the aspect of it where it's right where it's like from the character right can you believe that he's this brash and rude and that now he's just like running away from this guy mm-hmm. but yeah that is the humor of the movie yeah uh the, I was thinking about this watching it. It kind of reminds me of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, you know, that show definitely focuses on a lot of uh, aspects of our of society, mm-hmm. a lot of taboos like uh, handicaps and obesity and race and uh, little people. Uh, and but it has and it has all these like social like Larry David's always like crossing the line or trying to figure out where the line is. So yeah. in Bruges is definitely a little more serious about investigating the moral lines of different things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's similar in that sense. And also how all these little things that happen in the beginning just kind of all come together to add up to this inevitable uh, ending conclusion is yeah. just cause and effect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it reminds me of uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm's violent Irish brother. <laughs> Cousin, maybe. Cousin. Maybe. Um, so as that's happening down below, Ken's, re- Ken's at the top of the bell tower, of yeah. the clock tower. Uh, beautiful view. Mm-hmm. Ray missed out for sure. And he, he does the finger gun thing and he like shoots at Ray with his finger and says, pow. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. A little foreshadowing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And on his way down and out, he hears one of the Americans telling Ray, you're you're the rudest person I've met. Yeah. And Ray looks back at him and he says, what's going on? And then he, Ken also stops, tries to stop them from going up the stairs. Yeah. But like in a more polite way. Yeah, he's just like, you might not want to do that. And they say, oh, he gives the same excuse. Yeah, they say, oh, fuck off or something. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> the callback with the, he's they're trying to get in the clock tower later, but it's closed because an American had a heart attack. It's so yeah, good that yeah. it's not just that it like everything comes back around. Yeah. Uh, so they have a beer. Yeah, they go to the bar. Ray suggests leaving Bruges. Yeah. <laughs> going back to London. Yeah. But Ken keeps reminding him, we've, we've had this job. We got to lay low. Wait for the call from Harry. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, what's a gay beer? It was served in a like a goblet, a funkier glass than just a pint glass. 
but yeah, uh, I forgot to say homophobia as yeah. well in that list of things. Right. Yeah. Um, no one's safe. No one is safe in this movie except for uh, white guys. Does this movie make white guys look good though? No, but it does. The white guy characters in screen, yeah, as such. So I not mean, not as good. Not as good, but you know, they are your heroes in this movie, right? They are your dark horses, the protagonists in a dark sure. comedy. Yeah, they're your protagonists still. So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ray wants okay, so Ray wants to get out. Mm-hmm. He's in what just feeling confined, yeah. They're just in that small hotel room, just waiting for a call. Yeah, it's later that night. I guess they probably like just got back from the bar, but Ray says, Let's go to the bar. Yeah, Ken says no. And it's like a 20 second shot of just Ray, like trying to figure out his next move. And then you see like the glimmer in his eye when he gets the idea and he says, we should probably go sightseeing. Everything's going to be lit up at night. It'll be much better (laughs) and different. And that gets Ken to put his book down. Yeah. So they get to go out. And of course, then then you see they're like looking at a church. And uh, of course, Ray just has a beer with him now. (laughs) (laughs) So we still got to drink. Yeah. Um, while they're out looking, um, looking about town, they, uh, see like, uh, a film crew. Yes. This is the, the biggest, uh, the happiest we've seen Ray. Yeah. He sees what's going on. It's a movie. And then he says, um, they're filming midgets. Yeah. Yeah. And he runs over. (laughs) He said, why are they filming midgets? Yeah. He's like, so curious about this. And, uh, you know, while he's watching, you know, the director and the, and, and, and who we later find out to be, his name is Jim. Jimmy, um, yeah. He sees the beautiful girl. We right. Get introduced to the beautiful woman. Ah, who's that? Chloe. Who could that be? Uh, he tries to hit on her, but it's not really going well. Yeah. Uh, He's very fixated on uh, Jimmy. Yeah, he is. Uh, and about like his like eventual suicide. Well, okay, so Chloe's suicide. about to walk away from Ray because it's not working, whatever he's trying to say to her to get her attention. So yeah. as she's walking away, he stops her again and says, you know, a lot of them kill themselves. Yeah. Like that's your move to talk about that's high suicide move. rates. Yeah. And be like, you know, people, uh, he says something like people call him names and, um, well, yeah. Cause he keeps saying midget and she corrects him. Uh, this is 2008. They prefer to be called dwarves. Yeah. Uh, now I believe little person is yeah. the accepted word, which is what the term I'll use going forward. But, yeah. uh, but Ray says exactly. That's my point. Everyone's calling them things they don't want to be called. Yeah. So, of course, uh, they kill themselves. Of course, they blow their brains out <laughs> if everyone's calling you names. Yeah. And somehow I, that works. That somehow makes that works. Chloe laugh. Yeah. Um, she's into it. And I mean, it helps that he looks like Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> those uh, eyebrows. Those eyes. Yeah. She, she's, 
she looked at those eyebrows. But she does one the time. fake. She does the fake out where she starts walking away again, but then drops her business card. Yeah, he's like, "What?" She asks, is, "What do you do for a living?" And then he mm-hmm. says, "I'll tell you over dinner tomorrow." Yep. And then she laughs and walks off, but then drops her card with her number. Yeah, cha ching. Got it. Booyah. Bagged. Uh, Mr. Blakey gets a message back at the hotel. Yes. Get uh, Harry's left a message uh, with the who he believes to be the fucking receptionist. Yeah. His words. It's uh, great. Yeah. He was mad that there, he, there wasn't any voicemail that he had to leave. A fucking, his fucking message with the fucking receptionist and the yeah. fucking... Uh, this is the first we we just hear Harry and it's he just every other word is fucking yeah, um, and then as she adds a little note that says I'm not the receptionist yeah. I'm the co-owner with my with husband. my husband Patrice yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't really remember what the if the letter really had anything important in it just sit tight yeah just sit tight pretty much because I mean. Nothing really important happens with Henry until we get that phone call with him. So, he's just still waiting. Yeah, more instructions to come. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, he goes to bed. Ray stumbles back in, very happy because he scored a date. Yeah. And he's just keeping Harry, keeping uh, Ken up. I keep saying Harry because I feel like Brandon Gleason looks way more like a, a Harry. Harry than a Ken. Okay. Uh so my apologies if that continues. So yeah, the the movie up to this point is just like a sc- screwball, like a subversive comedy. Yeah. Uh, these two people that have different perspectives about things are in a place that they don't really want to be. Mm. But uh, as the as it goes on, it kind of changes, and we get more backstory. Yeah. And that begins the next day. Uh, this is oh so Ray needs to ask Ken for his permission to go on the date mm-hmm. because one of them has to stay in the hotel room to wait for Harry yeah to wait for his call yeah uh, Ken says okay if you let go, come with me on the sightseeing stuff if we do that during the day yeah. and then you see they're in the, the church and Ray's just like dragging his feet across <laughs> Yeah, it's like the church where there's supposedly the blood of Jesus on a rag. Mm-hmm. So this uh, very holy artifact, but Ray has no interest. No interest, and yeah, he's being a, a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ken is just like, do you like at least pretend yeah. to be interested? He said, like, "I agreed to come with you. I didn't agree to pretend <laughs> to be into it." Uh, so he leaves the church. Mm-hmm. Leaves Ken there, and he's just sitting on a bench, and he's just pouting, and he's sad, yeah, looking down. And then he sees Jimmy across uh, the street, I guess, yeah, the co- across the cobblestone, yeah, like, yeah, more of a road, yeah. I guess if it's cobblestone, it's not a street; it's a road. <laughs> it's, that... it's all the same, yeah. Um, he waves <laughs> to Jimmy, but Jimmy just 
looks at him. First of all, it's ridiculous to think that, like he thinks he has this connection with this guy. Yeah, because he saw him last night. He's never spoken to. All he did was give Jimmy the two thumbs up as he was leaving the film set after yeah. getting the card. Mm-hmm. The thumbs up as a way to be like, cheer up, don't kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Jimmy doesn't wave back or anything, and uh, all the excitement that Ray had from seeing Jimmy is gone now. And then he just looks over at the guy with the dog next to him, and then the dog just has this face. <laughs> it's like a very ugly dog with like glassy eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he sees some children, and that cues the flashback yeah. to the job before that sparked this bruise yeah vacation. Um, yeah we learn why he's so sad what, mm-hmm. what's his what's tormenting him per se um apparently this was his first job yep yep very all right so hit. in the very first hit he had uh to kill a priest mm-hmm. and uh you know he's talking to the priest and he's like you know uh father forgive me before i've killed a man and the priest is like who did you kill and he was like you what? And it's like, yeah, you, I'm about to kill you bang, right now. Bang, bang. <laughs> and so he shoots him. Um and then chases him down, shoots him in the back, but like the bullets go through him. Mm-hmm. End up hitting a kid. Yeah, the way it's shot is interesting because you see the priest see the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh Ray can't because the priest's back is uh blocking it. So as the priest like falls to his knees dying there's this look of shock on his face that like you recognize it's more than just, I can't believe I'm being shot. Mm-hmm. And then he falls and then the camera just goes to Ray and Ray's not looking at the priest. He's looking at something further away, but we can't see what it is. And the yeah. camera just starts to back away from Ray mm-hmm. as he looks in shock. Yeah. Then we see the kid with a hole in his head, with a hole in his head and, and like uh praying, he had his sins uh, written pose. down. Yeah. yeah. Prayer hands. And uh, he was about to go into confession next. And his, yeah. his sins he was going to confess to was being moody, being bad at math, and being sad. I think uh, being bad at math was too great of a sin to be forgiven for. And <laughs> so <laughs> the Lord said, no, you got to go now. Uh, and yeah, Ray has killed a child now. Yeah, that so. kind of explains why Ray has been feeling the way he's been feeling. Right. Uh, it's not just his dissatisfaction with Bruges. Yeah. As a travel locale. Right. It's the combination. Right. It's that he couldn't kill a kid and then go back to stay in London. <laughs> yeah, or go to the Bahamas where it's nice and sunny and hot. Now he's in cold Bruges right now. And... We cut from that flashback to Ken and Ray in an art museum now. Mm-hmm. And we see these like uh, religious paintings all kind of depicting like judgment mm-hmm. and death and uh, the afterlife. Right. And Ray takes a liking to the last one, which is a, a Bosch painting of uh, Christ returning in judgment. And you see all the... You know, Bosch had all those creepy, like, uh, Satan, yeah. I don't know, if, he, he, he's the coolest, uh, hell, hell paintings, definitely, like the big nose people with the torture machines. Yeah. Um, and as they're looking at it, and you get, like, close-ups of, like, the faces of the 
characters on this painting. Uh, Ray's asking about uh, what's the third one called? There's heaven and hell, and then Ken says purgatory. Says right, the in betweeny one. I like right, that the one. In betweeny one. I like that one because you're not good, but you weren't that fucking bad. <laughs> um, which I think that's how Ray wanted to see himself. Obviously, he's a hitman. He kills people. He killed a priest, but he was fine with that because right. that was the job. Mm-hmm. And he probably would have liked to spend eternity in purgatory because he, he doesn't think he's going to be in heaven. But now, killing the kid. He, he's going to be in hell. He's going to be in hell. All right. Uh, now, Ken and Ray are on a park bench hanging out. Mm-hmm. Ken sees that Ray is distressed. He's like trying to calm him down. So he tells him a story. I mean, he's talking about his own like sense of morality yeah. and how he knows he's a bad person because he's a hitman too. And, and he regrets. There's one kill. One, yeah, one he kill. Regrets. He regrets. Some guy's brother. A lollipop man? Yeah. Is that slang for something or <laughs> did he sell lollipops? Uh, it might be an Irish thing. Okay. I'm not sure. But he came at him with a bottle. Yeah. And Ray is trying to assure Ken, you shouldn't feel bad. He came at you with a bottle. If someone comes at you with a bottle, you got to take him down. Yeah. Because that's dangerous, someone coming at you with a bottle. But Ken is just like, you know, he sees both sides. He was just like, he was just trying to, you know, defend his brother. Mm -hmm. And, but he came at him and he shot him. Um, and he's like, you can't compare a lollipop man to a child. Right. So it like him trying to, you know, sympathize with him does not work at all. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, this is the worst we've seen Ray thus far. Mm -hmm. And he's got a date coming up, but he, uh, can't really get into it. They're back at the hotel. Uh, Ken's just reading, but Ray... He's, I guess he's waiting to go out, but he's doing this thing where he's just poking his face. Mm-hmm. And I like that. It's like he's just trying to feel something. Mm-hmm. He's, he, and the, like his eyes are just dead and he's just like poke, hitting his face, just poking his skin. Mm-hmm. Like, am I a person? Is this real? Uh, and then he goes out on the date because it's date night. Yeah. Ken's like, at least you have a date. But he says, what does it fucking matter? So they get to the date, and it's not going well. No, it's not. Because Ray is Ray. Ray is very rude and inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I actually thought it was going pretty well, because she turned out not to be such a sweet, innocent person. Well, at first, it's not going well. He's insulting everything, and then... She's from Belgium. She's like, why are you talking about my town like this? What's next? Are you going to tell a Belgium joke? Yeah, what's, what was the Belgian joke? Was, uh, what's Belgium most known for? Uh, chocolates and child abuse. But the chocolates are just to get to the kids. <laughs> uh, and Chloe reacts very negatively and says, mm-hmm. my friend was one of the children that got murdered. And Ray apologizes, but then that sinister smile comes across Chloe's face. She was just fucking with him. Yeah, she was just... She just wanted to make him feel bad, and it worked. Yeah. And... 
We learn yeah, this she, is where we see, oh, there's some edge to her. Yeah, she admits that she's a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks Ray, she asks Ray what he does. He says, yeah. I kill people. And she says, like, who? And he says, you know, priests and kids. Yeah. So which, they're being honest. But, like, in a joking in way. In a jokey way. Yeah. But st- still, like, telling the truth. Yeah, Ray said, I saw your friend, uh, the little person, Jimmy. But he didn't wave back at me. What was mm-hmm. up with that? And she says, "Well, I just sold him horse tranquilizers." Yeah. Uh, and Ray gets all up in arms, like, "You can't do that! You can't sell horse tranquilizers to a little person." Yeah. Uh, and all the whole time, uh, Chloe's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, in and, the smoking area. Yeah, she goes off to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray's pretty happy, but now. Like the guy at the table next to him was like unfucking believable. Yeah. And Ray being Ray has to instigate and says, What? What's unbelievable? And he's mad that smoke's being blown in his face. Him and his uh wife's face. Mm-hmm. Um And so yeah, they get into this argument which just eventually leads to Ray knocking the guy out. And knocks the guy out, and then his wife picks up the wine bottle. Yeah, and they were just talking about you got it right. We know Ray goes for someone with the bottle, so he takes her out. Yeah, <laughs> which is it's it's funny because when when I was watching this scene, I was like, I hope the wife clocks him, hmm. and then she tried, but she failed, and so he knocks her out. <laughs> knocks her out, and he says, "That's for what you did to John Lennon," because. Uh, we learn later they're Canadians, but he thinks they're Americans. Right. And so he blames every single American for uh, uh, the Killing guy John that killed Lennon. John Lennon. I was yeah. just trying to think of his name, but fuck that guy. I don't need to remember his name. <laughs> Chapman. Something Chapman. Yeah. But yeah, so he just blames all, all Americans uh, for, the, for that. Right. And then Chloe comes back and she's stunned that he hit a girl. And he said, I would never hit a woman. But she had. But a I would hit a woman that's coming at me with a bottle. That's different itself. Or if she knew kung fu or something. Or if she knew karate. Yeah, she knew karate. Yeah, Ray has this obsession with uh, karate. Karate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Chloe is about to like call it off, but then she doesn't. She doesn't. She says, "I have to make a call." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna ditch me," and she's like. No, then, just wait here. Just wait here. She gives him a kiss. Yeah, gives him a kiss. And they so go back to her sure place. Him. A little more kissing. A little more kissing. Um, meanwhile. Meanwhile, uh, Ken yeah. gets that phone call from yeah. Harry. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just talking about... It's a really funny scene, the phone call. Yeah, okay. So he pretty much has to like lie... He has to lie that Ray's there first. Right. Even though he's not. Oh, he's just in the bathroom. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, well, tell him to leave. Yeah. (laughs) But don't make it sound suspicious. Then he has to lie about Ray leaving. So he has to, like, do the voice and, like, stomp around the hotel room Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make it seem like there's two people. Slams the door. Yeah, has to slam the door. He's like, oh, I didn't hear the door close. So he has to, like, go slam the door and then wait (laughs) for a little bit and then go back to the phone. And then he's like, does he like Bruges? And he's like, uh, well, it's not really his cup of tea. He's like, what the fuck does that mean? Not his cup of tea. And so he has to like lie even more Mm -hmm. 
about has Ray. To double back on his. Yeah, so double back and be like, well, he didn't like it at first, but then he grew to like it. And then he said, he said, it's like a fairy tale. Yeah, and Harry like, keeps saying, it's like a, f- who, who, how's it not your cup of tea? It's like a fucking fairy tale. Yeah. And he's like, it's like I'm dreaming, but I'm awake or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, Ken says, you know what Ray said? He, yeah. he loves Bruce so much. He said, it's like a, a dream. But I'm awake. Something like really like cheesy. Mm-hmm. And that Ray would never say. Ray would never say that, but Harry buys it. Mm-hmm. But also it's a pretty good description of the at least the bruges we see in this movie very especially towards the end very surreal and dreamlike it's very it's a very dull fairy tale very gloomy fairy tale like the best would you say it's kind of it's kind of like yeah kind of like yeah <laughs> like the original yeah like how 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 dark those fairy tales actually are i suppose uh, now we're back with, oh no, well, we get. So, okay, so, uh, pretty much at the end of the phone call. Yeah. Um, he says he was a good kid and Ken is like, huh? Yeah. He was like, he was a good kid. Uh, pretty much leading like was as in past he was tense. was a good kid. Call in, me when the job's done. Yeah. Call me when the job is done. Um, he doesn't say kill him. But you know what he what he has to do. Right. You know what I mean? That's the language that is used. Yep, Harry's telling Ken because he killed a boy. Yeah, because he killed a kid. That's the line. That's the that's the price. That's the consequence. Yeah. Uh, you got to kill him. Yeah. You don't. He repeats several times throughout this movie, but I think this is the first time Harry says, "You can't kill a kid and, and get away with it." Yeah. So Harry's very principled. Very strong yeah. in his convictions. And his morals. Yes. Uh, so, Ray and Chloe. Making out. Going at it. Hot and heavy. But then we see a gun is put to Ray's head. Yeah. And It's a man. He says, get away from my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, we find out <laughs> that, um, well... It's her ex-boyfriend, and they rob people. Yeah, this is this is their thing. This she is their picks setup. Picks up tourists and takes them on dates, and then calls her ex. Yeah, he st- stands them up and steals their money. Yeah, uh, they she, didn't really know what they were getting into with Ray, though. Yeah, uh, Ray immediately gets the gun from uh, the guy, and then he pulls out a knife, which makes you kind of chuckle because you're like, "Well, Ray has a gun." But then you Chloe says, to a gunfight. "Yeah." But then Chloe says, "Ray, the the gun's full of blanks. Mm-hmm. It's it's a prop." Yeah. But Ray, he shoots it. Ray shoots it, it to test the blank. Yeah. Then gets right up in the guy's face. Mm-hmm. The gun holds it right up to his eye. Shoots yeah. a blank in his eye, and he's yelling about how he can't see now. Yeah. So he still. Used it as a weapon, effectively. Yeah, and now Chloe has to take her ex-boyfriend to the hospital, which mm-hmm. pretty much ruins the night. And he's just like, I knew someone like you could never like someone like me. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, 
someone nice. Yeah. And she really <laughs> likes is, that. Which is just like, it's she's just so not fun. a nice person. Well, it's like, because he thought she was nice. And I guess he hasn't like processed everything that just happened. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's not nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more alike than less. Yeah. So he's left alone in her apartment. Yes. And he's snooping around. And he finds some drugs. Yeah, some coke, some ecstasy, some and some acid. acid. Yes. Yeah. And he finds some bullets. Yeah, takes it all. Takes the gun, gets the bullets, and the drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, Ray, now Ken is at the pub. Drinking he's, his sorrows he's, he's away. Not, he's not in the hotel reading anymore. Uh. Now, he, now he's kind of fucked up because he has to... He got this job. Yeah. What is he had like five beers? He's got five beers, and the bartender's like giving him a look, uh, just because of how much he's drinking, and I think because of the the gay beer thing. I think it's a callback to that as well. Yeah. Uh, well, right when Ray does come back, he does ask for a gay beer. Yeah. A gay beer mm-hmm. and a normal beer. Right. Yeah. Because because those are the two glasses. Yep. <laughs> Uh, while Ken's at the bar, Jimmy shows up with his date, who Ken compliments him on. Uh, the, the date, like, gets up for something. And so it's just Ken and Jimmy talking. Ken says, that's a very pretty woman you've got with you. He says, she's a prostitute. <laughs> I didn't know there are prostitutes in Bruges. Well, you have to look in the right places. Like a brothel. <laughs> like a brothel. Yeah. Uh, he... We find out that Jimmy's American. Yeah. Based on this. this is the first time we hear him talk in the movie. Yeah. So Ken says, Oh, you're American. And uh, Jimmy's response is, Don't hold it against me. Yeah. So maybe he's been getting a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of shit in Europe for being an American and not for being. It's good to have some self awareness. Yeah. As an American abroad. Yeah. We're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be held against me, even though it most likely would be. Uh, when Ray shows up and coked out, yes, he says he found five grams of coke. <laughs> he says I got five grams of coke. Ken says you got five grams of coke on you. He says, well, I got four grams of coke in on me, one gram of coke in and, me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gives he gives Ken some coke. And- Ken is just like in that mood where he's just like, fuck it. Let's yeah, just do it. Yeah. Ray says, I thought you don't do coke. It makes you depressed. He says, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Uh, Ray doesn't really clock that yeah. something's going on. Nope. Uh, he's just like, all right. He's, Ken's he's, finally he's up to my speed. Up, so he's not uh, aware of that. It's very aloof. Yeah. Ken goes to the bathroom Jim. to do coke. And yeah. And yeah. Uh, Ray stumbles over to Jimmy and his girl. He's. Mm. <laughs> Well, at first he says, why didn't you wave at me earlier? And Jimmy says, what well, we already know. I was on a horse tranquilizer. I wasn't going to wave to anyone except mm-hmm. maybe a horse. <laughs> Ray doesn't get the joke, though. He says, what does that mean? Yeah. And then he says, oh, are you American? And Jimmy says, yes. And then he does this line, but don't hold, hold it, it against, against me. me. But then Ray follows it up. Well, I think that's up to me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then 
he uh he notices the pretty lady he notices the pretty lady and he says where are you where from? are you from america too and she's like no i'm from amsterdam mm-hmm. and he's like oh there's nothing but prostitutes there and she was like <laughs> well yeah i know that's, that's why, why i'm in <laughs> that's why i came to Bruges because i thought i'd get a better price for my pussy <laughs> Which is like then, very boring. Ray's just eyes are super wide. Yeah. He's like, you two are fucking weird. Yeah, you two are weird. <laughs> and then he says, I've got cocaine and acid and ecstasy. Want to go do that with me? Yeah. And they're like, hell yeah. Yeah. Cut to. Uh, they must be in like uh, Jim's hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they are because uh, uh, Ray says, why didn't Harry put us in? A nice hotel room like this. Yeah. This is what I was fucking talking about. Yeah. Uh, so it gets weird as it does when you're high on coke. When you move to a second location to do drugs. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Jimmy is racist. He has a race war theory. Yeah. Which, as he's talking about it, Okay, so he's just like, there's going to be a race war, and it's going to be the blacks versus the whites. So they're just like, so who's going to... They they start listing off people, people, and he's just like, they're going to fight with the with the blacks. So what is it? It's like the the Pakistanians yeah, going to fight with the blacks. The Vietnamese are going to fight with the blacks. And then it's another group. They're going to fight with the blacks. So it just sounds like when he's talking about it, it just sounds like, well, it's going to be this race war and it's going to be white people versus everyone. Yeah. Ray saying, I'm going to, I think I'm going to fight with the blacks because the whites are going to get their heads kicked in. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy's like, no, that's not how it works. Everyone's already wearing their uniforms. Yeah. It's just like fucked up racist shit. <laughs> but then yeah. Jimmy says, what about, are you, are the white Little people going to fight the black little people. Yeah. And he's like, I want to see that movie. Yeah, I want to see that movie. <laughs> and uh, then we learn that Ken had a black wife. And he's just like, well, where where do I fit into this? Mm-hmm. Like, where, like, and then Jim is just like, well, I, I guess you have to weigh your options. Yeah. Ken says, I have a black wife that was killed by, by a white, by a white man, yeah, by a white man. Uh, so who do I, where do I fit in? And Jimmy mm-hmm. says, well, did you get the guy who killed him? And he says, I didn't. Someone else did. And yeah. then Jimmy says, who? Then we find out from Ray, it was Harry. It was Harry. <laughs> Ray does this by just like doing a karate chop in the air. He says, Harry. Yeah. Uh, so now we've learned a little bit about uh, Harry and Ken's past and their yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken obviously owes a debt to Harry for yeah. killing the man who killed his wife. Yeah. Uh, they leave. I think with this conversation, Ken's kind of done with it. Yeah, he's done. And Ray follows him out, but like he, has to take his drugs back first. Yeah, which Jimmy's not cool with. Yeah, but then Ray just gets in a karate pose. And Jimmy and, says, "You don't know karate." Yeah, but then karate chops him, and chops he falls him. to the ground. Yeah. Chops him right in the neck. <laughs> um, the next morning. Ken goes to meet Yori in the phone call with Harry. He says, meet Yori at this address. Yeah. Ram he'll, Street. He'll, he'll get you a gun. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, the scene in Taxi Driver with the gun salesman guy. Yeah. I like that. You know, this is our 40th episode, by the way. 40. Just want to commemorate that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we build up 
<clears throat> excuse me quite a repertoire now i like that we can just reference past movies mm-hmm. i know that not everyone listening to this episode has listened to all our other episodes but mm-hmm. uh there's definitely a cinematic language and as we get more movies in our arsenal it's kind of easier to point back to so we get this taxi driver-esque uh salesman, salesman scene yeah and he's just talking he's talking giving ken advice giving him the silencer mm-hmm. uh telling him to go to this park in the alcoves and there's like an extended discussion about if alcoves is the right word for that if uh and then ken's like yeah alcoves alcoves like nooks and crannies and then yuri's like oh maybe i should have used that word nooks and crannies nooks and crannies um and he's like you're gonna do it aren't you and and ken says of course i'm gonna fucking do it yeah uh yeah yuri just wants to like be a part of it yeah clearly more than he is, yeah. He also seems just like a... I don't know. Nice guy. Yori? Yeah. He's selling guns to criminals. Yeah. But if Chloe gets to be nice, then Yuri Chloe's, gets... Chloe's not nice, though. That's the joke. Ex- that's... Yeah. The, the only nice person in the whole movie is the... Pregnant uh, woman. Yeah, the hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's the only one. She's the only one. And she does call them out on being fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, while Ken and Yuri are having their exchange, mm-hmm. Ray's in bed crying. Yeah. A tear. It's a shot of just Colin Farrell's face and a tear streaking down. He's sad. Yeah. He killed a boy. Yeah. It's the calm down after the night of partying and drugs and he's still faced with this reality of i killed a boy yeah so he leaves 200 euros with uh the the hotel owner Mm -hmm. um and goes to a park now um that she tells him right i mean ray tells her where where he's going right because that's how Ken finds yeah, out, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he left a note also. Okay. Well, she didn't see it, but we see it later that uh, Ray leaves a note says, I'm off to the park so she doesn't have to clean up my mess. Oh, right. Meaning, okay. yeah. Because he was spot to... Suicide is a big thing in uh, Martin McDonough's works. And mm-hmm. also, like, not... Like, the cleanup of suicide. Like, his... He's who I first uh, saw, like, the thing of, like, putting a bag over your head before shooting yourself mm-hmm. so that, like, the brains are kept in contained the bag. in the bag. Mm-hmm. It's it's very fucked up, dark stuff, but, like, yeah, he's really investigating, like, morality and, like, ethics, but, like, yeah, the ethics when you're already in this, like, very clearly morally uh, yeah. bad... <laughs> Yeah, spot <laughs> mentally situation. But also thinking about like the what's left behind mm-hmm. when you're done doing your deed. Right. Yeah. Uh so now yeah, Ken gets back to the hotel and the woman says, Hey, I'm concerned about your friend. He gave me two hundred dollars and said he's going to the park. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. And she gives back the money. Yeah, she gives him back the money. She's she's like, it looks like it's all he had, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to be polite, but can you right. give this back to him? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And so he goes to the park. He goes to the park. And he's ready to do the hit. 
he sees Seems Ray just sitting there. Like he is. Yeah. Yeah. Ray's just sitting there with his uh, back to to Ken, who's much further along, mm-hmm. like hiding behind a tree. Right. The camera. He's got the silencer. Yeah. The camera drops down, and we see the gun mm-hmm. in his hand with the silencer. Yeah. He's approaching. <laughs> the music is swelling. It's quite a buildup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the handheld camera once again, mm-hmm. uh, like walking up. It's kind of first person for some of it. It kind of switches yeah. of uh, the approach, like getting ready to do the kill. And then all of a sudden, just as uh, Ken's got the gun up to Ray's head, we see Ray pull up a gun to his own head. Yeah. And <laughs> And Ray stops. It. Ray Ken stops. stops it. Yeah, Ken stops Ken him. Says, Wait, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. And then, and then Ray looks back and sees that Ken has it going. Says, "Were you about to fucking shoot me?" He says, yeah. "You were about to fucking shoot yourself." Yeah. Uh. So now they just the have situation, to talk. You're yeah, this conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ray's mad that. Ken was gonna kill him, even though like you he, were gonna do it anyway. Yeah, you were gonna kill yourself, and it's just and then ridiculous. Ken stops him when he was gonna kill him. So yeah, like yeah. Uh, Harry brings up later, like uh, it would have solved all our problems. <laughs> he had his gun up to his head. Would have solved your problem because you were supposed to kill him. Would have solved my problem because I want him dead. Seems like it would have solved his problems because yeah. he wanted to kill himself. It would have solved everyone's problem. Um. But yeah. Ken ends up taking Ray's gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like you can't Ray's like, why, why you can't take the gun from me? You were about to kill me. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. He says, Well, you were about to shoot yourself, and now I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah. In that moment uh of like seeing, I guess, it's like a split second thing. Ken decides I'm not gonna kill. Ray, Ray doesn't deserve to die for killing the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the split second, he starts to believe in redemption. Yeah. yeah. Which is thus far the only character who sees it like that. Mm-hmm. I like when a movie like explores themes, it's always good. And it's usually what happens because that's just good writing. Where like every character has their own... Uh, perspective their own interpretation of what it means Mm -hmm. so morality in this case everyone's got their own principles and the line is somewhere else for other people and sometimes it comes down to gun to your head and that's how ken knows what he feels and believes yeah that people can better themselves and he doesn't deserve to die yeah but i mean the hit was put on him so what's he gonna do yeah so he gets uh he gets Ray onto a train. Yeah. A train where he doesn't know the destination. They don't know. Yeah. yeah but he can't go back to London because he's a dead man. Yeah. Just leave for seven years so it cools down. Seven years isn't too much. But then Ray says seven years is more than that little boy got. Which is rough. Yeah. But true, I guess. And pretty much he was just like, you're not going to kill yourself, are you? And he's raised just like, I don't know. Yeah, he shrugs Maybe, as yeah. the train doors close and yeah. the train speeds off. Yeah. But, I mean, Ken's job is done and then, at this point. Then Ken gets on the phone, calls Harry. It's really interesting that he would do this. He could have just pretended like he did the job, but yeah. Harry's a man of principle. Or, 
I Ken guess, is a man of principle I guess as well. Maybe he would want to see a body. I don't think he does this because he fears repercussions. I think it's he's making the call and he uh, respects Harry. I mean, he has these debts to Harry. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to tell him like it is. Hey, yeah. this is what I did. I don't feel like he needs to die for this. I put him on the train. We don't yeah. know where he's going. And I'll be waiting for you. And I'm here. You know where I am. Yeah. Cut to... Doesn't run from him. Cut to Ray Fines. Ralph Fines, sorry. Uh, we get to see him for the first time. Yeah. Now we're on his side of the phone call. He's putting down the phone, kind of stunned. There's a beat, or there's a couple beats, mm. and then he starts slamming the phone down yeah. into the receiver and having a little hissy fit. Yeah. Startling his wife and kids who are in the other room, mm-hmm. uh, unwrapping presents because it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas. Because this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, and. The wife runs in and says, Harry, Harry, it's an inanimate, ob- it's an inanimate fucking object. And he shouts, you're an inanimate fucking object. Yeah. Which he later apologizes for. He does apologize for it. Before leaving off to to Bruges because he has some business. Yeah. <laughs> he has to like tell his kids that he's leaving. He's, he's got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a job. Yeah. Uh so now Harry's in Bruges. Yeah. yeah the and, whole gang's in Bruges. Yeah, the well, whole gang. we think Ray's leaving, but now we're on the train with Ray. Yeah. And uh, we see they're just like slightly outside of Bruges. Like you still see it in the distance, like mm-hmm. the castles and stuff or the churches. Mm-hmm. But then there's just this giant field. But then the train comes to a stop. And the like police train police i don't know transit yeah cop security is walking through and ray's kind of hiding himself though he doesn't really know what's going on and the guy says are you irish because that's the identifying feature i guess yeah uh because this movie's obsessed with race and nationality Mm -hmm. uh he is irish and he says uh you hit the canadian but Ray doesn't know what, what he's talking about, yeah, and he can't said, even he can't even understand the <laughs> heat the yeah can't like, understand the Belgian fun accent. Of his accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but then he points well, to he, the guy. It's not even making fun of the accent. I think he literally can't understand what's happening. It's the the lack of understanding. I. He doesn't know that he said hit. Yeah, but I also take it as him like mocking. It's and definitely Martin McDonough, the the screenwriter, making fun of the accent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Canadian being, who we mentioned before, yeah. the, the guy and his wife. The guy and his wife. Ray took out. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, come back. Yeah. So now he knows. <laughs> He's taken to jail. To jail, back to Bruges. Yeah, back to Bruges. We're taking you back to Bruges. And Ray says, oh, f- fucking course, or pr- bloody brilliant, or yeah. something. Uh, Chloe bails him out. Bloody brilliant. <laughs> Chloe bails him out, and then he says... This is a Harry Potter's movie. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Chloe bails him out, and he says, you know, they were Canadian. I didn't need to blame him on John Lennon. They didn't do that. Right. <laughs> as, if, as if, if they were American, th- those two people killed John Lennon. Yeah. 
But in in Ray's mind, this is the line. Like, oh, they're Canadian. They didn't even kill John Lennon. I didn't need to say that. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't need to to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So now they're together in Bruges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Harry's in Bruges. Yeah. And he meets Ken, who's in Bruges. Mm -hmm. And they're at this outdoor bar. And Ken sits down with Harry. Well, there's the whole... Him like buying like with the gun salesman and oh, yeah. the ex, the uh, ep- right. like, yeah. Tell the, us about it. Yeah, the the um, so yeah. Um, Harry meets the gun salesman and also the ex boyfriend is there, and he explains now the complete whole with an eye patch. Yeah, now complete with the eye patch. Harry greets him by saying "I I." Yeah, he's whining, talking about how he can't see out of one eye forever, and um, I mean, pretty much that's that's it. Um, there's just lines in here about like, like a Uzi being used to kill like 20 black people and he wants a normal gun to kill a normal person or whatever. Like, yeah, a lot of just more, more stuff like that. A lot of the word normal being thrown around. Yeah. uh, Just like reinforcing that the characters just strongly believe that they're who they are as people is like the default. The normal yeah and yeah they're white men so the, the limited perspective of these people yeah uh so now uh harry and ken are at the cafe yes now they meet harry says i'm not going to shoot you here in front of all these people mm-hmm. uh he's pretty much this is where they have the conversation like why didn't you let him shoot himself it would have solved all our problems yeah he tells him um, harry says i think he can better himself yeah uh I believe he can redeem himself, uh, but Harry feels strongly. He says, look, he killed the fucking boy. That's irredeemable. If I killed a child, I would shoot myself in the head right then and there. No questions asked. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there's a problem. You didn't carry out this job, even though you were indebted to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what Ken calls him a cunt a bunch of times. Yeah, calls him a cunt a bunch of times. Calls a miserable kids. cunt. You got your cunt life and your cunt wife and, and your, your cunt, cunt kids. kids. And he's he like, says, take that back. And retract he's like, that. He says, okay. okay, okay, I'll take it back about your kids. But you're still a cunt. He was like, okay. He says, I'll take right. it back about your kids. And then <laughs> Harry says, I can't believe you bring my kids into this. And he says, I took it back. I took it back. <laughs> um, then Ken suggests the clock tower. Mm-hmm. Take me up there. It's there's less people there, and he probably is thinking that's a nice sight to be my last sight. I've gr- grown to quite like Bruges. Yeah. But the clock tower's closed since an American had a heart uh, attack. American had a heart attack. <laughs> uh, and, and it's the same ticket sell ticket guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's got his finger in harry's face yeah taking a shot poking him poking him in the forehead saying i said it's closed you can't come up here yeah uh ken just like looks at him and then walks off like you shouldn't have done that yeah and then we just see the shadow of like on the cobblestone wall Mm. of harry just beating the shit out of this uh ticket guy yeah and i mean he had kind of had it coming he was a he was a dick before, and he was a dick this time. I don't think anyone has been pistol whipped like that coming. Yeah, I mean, necessarily. He put his fingers in his face, man. I don't know. You put your fingers in someone's face. Be ready. 
Okay. I mean, I'm not. If you're looking at me like I put my fingers. In no, 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 face. no, no. I'm just saying, like, don't put your fingers in one face. There's like, that's a fighting motion. So the fact that he wasn't ready for retaliation is uh, his character flaw. He's all bark and no bite. Yeah. Okay. Well, they get to the top of the clock tower, and Harry's got the gun on Ken. Mm-hmm. Now Ken takes his gun out and just p- puts it down, and Harry's really thrown off because he wants Ken to like not just g- give himself up to put up a fight. He says like, uh, "What? What? You're a not not a slob, but like a I forget the line. Never mind. A klutz. He says a klutz. You're, you're a klutz. I know I'll be able to get you anyway. You gotta at least try." Yeah. Uh, but gun in his face, Ken is just saying, "I love you." Yeah, I love you. Like I owe you so uh, much. I respect your principles. Yeah, I respect your you. convictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is how it has to be, this is how it has to be. But I won't kill the boy because I don't believe he deserves to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Harry is just like, "Damn." Yeah, he's like, "I can't shoot you in the head now. You just told me you love me." Yeah. He just changed my whole mood. Yeah. But uh, so he shoots him in the leg. Shoots him in he the says, leg. says, I can't just let you off either. Yeah. Like, I have to do something. Um, no, and Ray, everything would have been fine. Yeah. If, and it's funny, too, because on their way to the bell tower, um, they walk past. They pass Ray and Chloe. Yeah, kissing. But they don't see. Yeah, because they're like, their faces their heads are, are together. Yeah, yeah their heads are together. Here. So, yeah. They don't see him at all. But uh, the ex... Yeah, the ex. Uh, sees him. Mm-hmm. And somehow he knows that uh, Ken and Harry are up at the clock tower. Mm-hmm. He, we see him in the background. Like, after he sees his ex-girlfriend and Ray, mm-hmm. he's running into the entrance of the, of the clock tower, and he does this skip... It's like in the background of the frame, it's like pretty small, but he does a skip mm-hmm. and it's like implied that he's skipping over the, the body of the, the ticket guy that got taken out. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, so he, he runs up and starts shouting up to, to Harry, that guy Ray is here. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Uh-oh. Almost averted. Yeah. Um, um Ken and, and Harry look at each other, and then they start uh, to struggle with the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ken is trying to take the gun away. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, Harry's got or Ken's got the gun in his hands. Yeah, Harry like shoots Ken with that gun, mm-hmm. the gun that's in his own hands. Yeah, uh, he grazes his neck. Yeah, he doesn't like outright just kill him. He's bleeding a lot. Yeah, I think it was. Would have eventually been a fatal shot. I don't. I don't think Henry intent was to to kill him. Even still, I think it was just no. To I don't like, think he intended to, yeah. but I think he would have. Yeah. Um. Especially because right then he was fighting against him to, to try to get the gun to save Ray. Yeah. So now Harry's running down the staircase. Yeah, to, it's a long way Ray. down though. It's a long way down. It's a long way down. Giving opportunity for Ken to crawl. Yeah, pretty much just, yeah, crawl. This is where the music is like uh, this Irish, uh, not ballad, uh, 
symphony. What's it, what's it called? Where it's like someone's like the the funeral songs. Yeah, I don't know the other word right. for that. Um, <laughs> a it's hymn, like a, like... a hymn. Yeah, it's like a, something like that, or, okay. or a requiem, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Um, so it's like that's the music, mm-hmm. and he's crawling up the stairs, leaving the trail of blood behind him. Right. Uh, but he gets to the top, and it's very foggy. Yeah. He thought he could uh, shoot Harry as he's leaving the bell tower i thought that maybe he would just start shooting out of the bell tower Mm -hmm. into the air and that would create like a distraction like mass hysteria people would run and that Mm -hmm. would be enough um but no no he he decides uh that he's gonna jump he's gotta get the gun he sees he's got the gun he can get it to ray yeah He's about to die anyway. Yeah. So he jumps. And here's another, like, suicide detail. I guess Martin McDonough has read and thought a lot about suicide. Yeah. With the detail of throwing the coins down first. To clear. That clears the area before. Yeah. Like, so he doesn't, like, that's so fall on interesting someone else to me for some reason. Out, it's just a, a bigger mess. It's just a good detail. Yeah. Um, Things about it. Yeah, I didn't see that. And he before. also gets itself together. He also like he tidies up. himself yeah. up, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he puts the gun like in his coat to try to protect it. He falls. The camera follows. It's yeah. like the first person into the cobblestone. Yeah, he jumped down like the guy in Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh gosh, like feet first. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is not gonna end pretty. Like, yeah, yeah. Do like a belly flop, or like, <laughs> or dive, <laughs> or. Or or uh, don't jump. Or don't jump. It'll get better. Uh, there are people who love you, and yes. it's not worth it. Yes. And uh, if Logic has a song with the phone number, so call that. Yeah, call the suicide hotline. Yeah. But in in the terms of this movie. Yeah. In the yeah, terms yeah. of this movie. So he jumps and follow the first person into the cobblestone, and then we see from from Ray and Chloe's perspective, just this body falls. Mm-hmm. And it's alarming, and there's like a, a good blood splash there. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it does not shy away from the gory aspect of uh, suicide or just no. like body mutilation, deformity, like all that. Yeah. Like no, it like yeah, there's red mist. Mm-hmm. You see the body fall, and when you when Ray approaches the body, you yeah, see Ray like squints his arm and notices like, that it's Ken. His arm is like detached, mm-hmm. like popped off. Yep. And in his final words, uh, Ken says, Harry's here. Harry's here. Take the gun. Mm-hmm. Ray takes the gun and in just true tragic form. Such a tragedy. <laughs> in a comedy. The gun. Yeah. In right? a comedy. Because he jumped. The gun is now in pieces. Yeah, he fell on the gun. <laughs> he fell on the gun. So he like did this huge act of martyrdom, yeah. trying to sacrifice himself to try to give Ray an edge to mm-hmm. save him. Yeah. But no. No. It's just it <laughs> all is, for nothing. It's futile. As so then, hell. As and it, yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna die now, pretty much. And Ray says, Where's my where's my gun? But yeah. Yeah, Ken says, I'm going to die yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to die now. Uh, I think. And then this is where Harry is finally down the stairs. Yeah. He sees the body. He sees Ray. Mm-hmm. 
Ray runs, and Harry runs after Ray. Mm-hmm. And we get a chase back to the hotel. Yeah. Now, uh, Ray gets right up to the room, and he's frantically searching for the, uh, His for gun. the gun. Mm-hmm. He finds it. Yeah. He gets it, and he's awaiting Ray now. He's yeah. awaiting Harry. Yeah. But Harry shows up, and Marie, who I don't think we said her name yet, she's the, the pregnant hotel owner. Yes. She does have a name. Uh, she's refusing to let Harry enter because he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, actually, she's refusing to leave. Um, well, first, she's not letting him up the stairs. Mm-hmm. She's blocking the doorway. Mm-hmm. And then he says, leave. You're pregnant. I'm not going to shoot you. You've got a baby with you. Yeah, I'm not going to shoot while you're here. And she's like, uh, well, then I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. And then, which makes sense because if you leave your place, they're just going to destroy you. And then Ray's like calling down and saying, Hey, don't shoot, let her leave. Like, they they both want her to leave, but she's saying, It's my hotel, I'm staying. Mm -hmm. And then there's a good comic exchange that you heard in the trailer with, like, I'll give me, we'll count to three, I'll run to the canal, you'll go out. Is it left or right? Who who counts? Who says three? Mm -hmm. Uh, They do that. Ray jumps out of the cordial. Hmm? It's very cold, cordial hmm. um, that they find an agreement. They're pri- they're, there's principles at play. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, I'll... I'll That's fair. I'll you, pl- get, yeah. you get the run and you get to see if I get you. Yeah. Um, luckily for, for Ray, a, a boat is passing on the canal just as he's jumping, so he can jump out on the boat. Unluckily, when he lands... The gun like roll, rolls out rolls from off. under him yeah, now into he's the water. Without gun. Yeah. He's without. He's unarmed. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's too far from Harry. Once Harry like gets to the canal and he's aiming the gun, he's like, "Oh, you're not going to get it. You're too far." But bullets he's not. travel. Yeah, they do. Um, and he gets shot right in the rib, like, and it goes right through him. You know, if he had the Uzi, it probably wouldn't hit him. Probably, <laughs> probably would have just like moving and yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it hits him, and the boat kind of goes off to the side, mm-hmm. to back to the street. So, uh, Ray's not dead yet; he's stumbling. Mm-hmm. Oh, forgot to mention while Ray and Chloe—I hate it when it comes to this that we forget to mention stuff. Wow. But whatever. Sorry, listeners, for, for that I forgot to mention this. But it's important. While Chloe and Ray are just chilling after she gets him out of uh, prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy comes back up and he's in like a schoolboy uniform and they're laughing at him. Right. He's like, why are you laughing? It's for the fucking movie. Right. Actually, uh, you two should come by. We're doing the dream sequence uh, tonight. It's going to be pretty. It's actually going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But they say, no, it's gonna, we're, I think we're going to have a quiet night. So Ray stumbles off the canal mm-hmm. onto the film set. And Jim sees him. And is happy to see him. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's approaching. There's him. now the like the slow nightmarish music, and the camera is like all tilted. Because, and there's bright lights because it's from the point of view of Ray who shot. So he's like woozy. It's the dream sequence. It looks like a dream sequence. Well, yeah, that's what they're filming, yeah. and it's like a movie within a movie, and it works really well. With now they can just have these huge lights out, mm-hmm. and it's snowing, and it mm-hmm. just looks really good through the light. And we've got Harry like just walking behind Ray at this point as and, Ray's stumbling and. You can see what's happening because it showed you before. 
Mm-hmm. You can see Ray looking at Jim. It's the setup in fear. with the priest. Yeah. Um, and Harry shoots him from the back. Mm-hmm. Jim is approaching him. So you know. Harry, like, Harry didn't see Jimmy because yeah. Jimmy's. And the bullets Locked. are going to go through him because mm-hmm. we saw saw it with the first the first uh, gunshot. Another thing we forgot to mention while Harry was getting the gun from Yori, Yori offered dum-dums, the, the bullets that cause heads to explode. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, you know, I shouldn't get these, but I will. Yeah. And know, that's, um, that was a mistake right there. That was because, a mistake. Because uh, the bullet goes through Ray and hits, hits Jim's Jim in head the head. Yeah, and, and it knocks explodes. his dome off. His head explodes. So and now you can't really tell that it's not a kid. No, you just see Jimmy's headless corpse and the, in the schoolboy school uniform. uniform. Yeah, and as we know from uh, earlier, mm-hmm. Harry's very principled. If he ever killed a fucking child, he would shoot himself in the head right then and there. Right then and there. So he just looks at the situation and he says, "Oh, well, okay," and then yeah. Uh, Before even killing Ray is trying Ray. to say no, he's just a but uh, Ray can't because he's been shot a bunch too and is dying. Yeah. So Harry's dead. Harry shoots kills himself. himself. Yeah, yep. six says more principles. suicide in this movie. Uh, and now, uh, from Ray's perspective, he's being carried off on a stretcher mm-hmm. through the film set with the lights and the. It's the characters from the painting, the Bosch painting. Mm-hmm. Now, in, as part of the dream sequence on the film set, are just like we just see their faces, and it's just everything's kind of blurry and woozy. And Chloe's running after him, mm-hmm. and as he's being carried off to the stretcher, we get the voiceover that ends the the picture. Mm-hmm. He's saying uh, that he thinks he's gonna track down the parents of the child he shot and maybe that'll make things okay if he uh just tells them what that he did it and mm-hmm. uh, lets them judge him mm-hmm. but then there's an interesting line at the end the last line he says i i wish i had li- i i wish i i wrote it down the the wording's interesting i really really hoped i had i hadn't died mm-hmm. or i really i'd really really hoped i wasn't dead yeah which is like open-ended, kind of, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's kind of saying he died, hmm. or he's in purgatory, which is Bruges, or he suggests actually in the voiceover yeah. that maybe he's in hell, just being in Bruges. Yeah, yeah, and that is in Bruges. Yeah. Anything else? Did I miss anything? At the end there? No, I mean that's it. You got everything. We talked about it. We talked about in Bruges. You'd really hoped he wouldn't die. Is in Bruges a movie or a film? This is my first time seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Is it a movie or, or a film? film. <laughs> it's a good song we got there. It is. It's a classic already. Uh. I'm going to say it's a movie. Yeah? Yeah. That's all? That's all. I shouldn't ask why. No, you should not. Why? <laughs> I'm not no, I'm not asking why no. it's a movie. I'm asking why I can't even ask why. No, you can, why. you can ask why. Um, 
it's a it's a movie. I'm also um, asking because I'm not sure if it's a movie or a film. Yeah, because on I, what you're about to say, yeah, that I wasn't, might help me decide. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure, and I think in my unsureness, I'm gonna go with movies just because maybe I need to watch it again. I probably won't, but um, I just I didn't see anything that what's his name Martin McDonough. McDonough. I didn't see anything that he did necessarily that makes this a film like mm. di- directorial like wise, like shot wise. There was nothing in here that was like really like filmy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 the, I, the script is very I think tight. The, the plot I think the, the script stuff, everything, is there's nothing wasted. No wasted highlight. line. Yeah. But I don't think the direction mm. is the script's so very much good. Out. I like the performances the more. Form- okay, I like the the way the, the script is read. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleeson and, and Ralph Fiennes are impeccable performers. Yeah, they uh, um, I'm, I've want to single one of them out, but it's really all three of them are so good. In a way, for me, I'd say the performances yeah the performances are the highlight they kind of save this mo- movie um from my perspective of you know, just I'm totally say movie hating too. this movie mm-hmm. um but i think the performances are good like i can't i can't knock colin farrell or ralph Fiennes or like anyone in this movie mm. because they worked the material mm-hmm. uh the material i might not agree with mm. i don't but I mean, it, it's fine. They're 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 good in the movie, yeah. and there's certain parts where they do make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. All right, In Bruges is a movie. It's a movie. All right, it's a it's movie. Not really a Christmas movie. Not not a. <laughs> <laughs> you know, next week we'll be back with a Christmas movie yes, or will. film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll have to tune in to see if it's a Christmas movie or a Christmas film. Yeah, we'll we'll find out with yeah. you. Question, do you, because this is your second time seeing this movie, right? Yeah. You like it? I hadn't seen it I mean, I know that's not, while. like, important, but, like. Um, I, I think so. Yeah. I'm not going to defend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tricky. It's dicey. And a lot of stuff like this. I used to really like stuff like this because it's, like, edgy. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he went there. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've definitely reckoned with a lot of that. Maybe not with this movie in particular, but like that kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. For me, it comes down to what the purpose of it is. Mm-hmm. If it's just let's laugh at people that aren't straight white men because they're not straight white men. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's reflecting off of these straight white men and then we're exploring that. Mm-hmm. Which I definitely take your point. Like, why do we still need to explore that? Right. And like... <laughs> Are straight white men the most important part of this thing that's been happening? <laughs> Which they're not, but we think we are. Um, so, what was the question? Do I like it? Do you like it? Yeah. 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 Okay. I like it. There's part. There's parts of it I don't endorse. Right. Definitely. Um, but that's. You know, he comes from a theater background. It's very theater, uh, pushing envelopes and very Irish. Yeah. And that's me being kind of racist, too. <laughs> but 
there's definitely stereotype of Irish people being very racist. So yeah, can't knock his heritage, I guess. Yeah, I I have to wonder if uh, I mean I guess like you separate you know artists from art, but like does he feel this way? Does he think this way? Does he like? Or is he just writing it? No, I don't think he is upholding the characters in this movie as models by any means. Okay. To start, they're hitmen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing. (laughs) That's that's the first thing. They're bad people. Yeah, we shouldn't be rooting for hitmen to begin with. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the taxi driver thing again. Yeah. The, mo- the movie's not saying you should be Travis Bickle, even though he ends up being the hero. Mm-hmm. That's a reflection of society, not of what it's we should funny. be getting from the movie. This is funny because, all right. So the way we pick movies for this podcast is we come up with lists, right? I'm telling this to the people. So yeah, I figure <laughs> you sent me this list. And yeah, it was four Christmas, four movies that like are kind of Christmas, like in Bruges being right. one of them that aren't really Christmas. And I saw, I saw half of the list and then I saw American Psycho was on there and I was just like, well, we just did Taxi Driver. So I'm just not going to do another like fucked up white male movie. And oh, I was sorry. just like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So in Bruges, I remember when that movie came out and I was just like, oh, I kind of want to see this mm-hmm. kind of, but I never watched it. It was one of those movies th- that I never got to. So I picked that one and then <laughs> you just said it's that taxi movie. driver thing. And I was just like, wow, I picked it anyway. Like we did it. I did it again anyway. So that's what happens with <laughs> fucked up white male stuff. It <laughs> just always comes back. It's just always there. It's so prevalent. Like Thanos. It's inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, closing out the podcast as we do with Thanos quotes. Yeah. Tweet us at Movie Film Pod <laughs> with your favorite Thanos quotes. Yes. Go on, uh, Thanos Hive. Yeah. Uh, Facebook at Movie Film Pod. Gmail or Movie Film Pod at gmail.com is our email. Mm-hmm. Rate us five stars if you can. That uh, helps us be easier to find on the apps. Yes. We'd always said that it like helps us if people rate like that's why I figured that out. Yeah, that's a uh, it helps us to be seen. We've got a generic name in movie, movie, film, film. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts with those two words in them. Yeah, it's it's really hard to find us on uh, Apple, I like Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, but it's really easy to find us on Stitcher. Yep. Yeah, so if you just put in movie, movie, film, well, film, and they're, Stitcher. They're listening to us now, so yeah, these are the people that found us. Yeah, <laughs> so they're good. But tell your friends where we are. <laughs> Uh, at movie film pod moviefilm.podomatic.com yeah and uh hmm? i don't know happy holidays happy, okay well, you know we'll be celebrating all month uh-huh or for two more weeks and then be taking a week off yeah for the holidays movie movie <laughs> film film that went long i didn't know what to do yeah it's kind of just going on and on.